Bush and Richie here. Welcome to another Home Time Show podcast. A lot of ground covered in this show, but if you want one statement, a text that has come in right at the very tail end of the show that sums the whole thing up, it's this one from Claire in Croydon. Simply says, Richie, sort out your pronunciation of chorizo. What's the problem? There's a little taster of what's to come. Well, I, How do you say chorizo? Well, I mean, if I was Spanish, I would say chorizo. <laughs> Were you calling it that during the show? I mean, I, I no, didn't. Please. Normally, when you you take liberties with uh, pronunciations, <laughs> I note it down. But I feel like this one might have slipped under no, the radar you, somewhat. Well, I mean, people can listen back during the podcast, but I I feel like if I'd read it naturally, I would have said chorizo. But now I'm being challenged. Okay. Maybe yeah. I did do it wrong, and I should have said chorizo. <laughs> so wind up even hearing it now we'll have a listen people have a listen to this show I didn't spot it at the time normally I will crack down on Richie if we get any of these moments but uh, Claire in Croydon it's wound her up enough for the her to text in can you spot any rogue chorithos from Richie <laughs> you've got a lisp there mate <laughs> absolute radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the home time podcast with bush and richie a load of songs and that before you have your tea it's home time with bush and richie 11 a.m on the 13th of may is a moment in time that will go down in history mcdonald's starting to reopen amidst the coronavirus uh, pandemic that we're in the midst of right now. 15 of them have been announced by McDonald's today uh, that will reopen on that day for McDelivery only. Here's the really strange thing. Three of them are in Chelmsford and three of them are in Luton. The rest of them dotted around the UK. But out of the 15, quite why Chelmsford and Luton lay claim to so many McDonald's, I don't know. That is so weird, isn't it? Because, I mean, have you ever watched the movie The Founder about how McDonald's started yes. off and everything, the guy that created yeah. it? So McDonald's is all down to precision and, you know, they've worked out how it, how long it takes to go from a, a deep fat fryer to the till and it, it's all precision. Everything's planned. Nothing happens by accident. So there must be some kind of Da Vinci Code-like reasoning behind three of them, some kind of Bermuda Triangle of McDonald's you've got going on in Chelmsford and Luton. Why is that? I understand why it's only McDelivery. I think we can all get that part of it. But you're quite right. The location is strange. So one of my first questions is someone who lives in the middle of between Chelmsford and Luton. How far does McDelivery go? Um, I'm, I'm fearing that it's not going to be to my house. What, like a two and a half hour drive for someone on a moped <laughs> yeah. down the side so of the Therefore, the second question is Has anyone ever successfully reheated a McDonald's? Because I think if it does get delivered to me, it's going to be bloody cold. Do you know as well, right? It, there's a lot. I've been mean, looking on Twitter. People in Chelmsford have been getting all sorts of stick. Like Chelmsford in general has just been copping a load of flack because I think the rest of the country is quite jealous of it. Yes. So, look, if, if you're in Chelmsford, and you just want to speak on behalf of the people of Chelmsford and just say, look, give us, give us a break, all right? You, got, you guys didn't, like, push for it. This is the people, the powers of the beer, McDonald's have decided this. Get in touch with the show, and maybe you can represent Chelmsford on this as their spokesperson. You can, you can text us 8 12 15. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. As ever, dealing with the big issues. And the big issue this afternoon is that McDonald's have said that 15 of their restaurants will be reopening on the 13th of May for McDelivery only. And out of those 15, three are in Luton and three are in Chelmsford. We find the whole thing very strange. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? What What is it about Chelmsford and Luton that means that the top brass of McDonald's have decided to pinpoint there with three in each location? Is it some kind of sign? Maybe if you look at it from above, like a big map of the United Kingdom, it spells some kind of word. It's like the, it's like the Da Vinci Code. And we thought we would... Uh, Try and get someone on who is from Chelmsford uh, to be the spokesperson for the people of Chelmsford because they're getting a lot of stick online. People are saying, oh, why Why have they got all the McDonald's? So we've managed to get hold of a guy called George. Hi, George. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bush. Hi, Richie. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Excited about Maccas. Yeah, very much. Um, I was a bit surprised, to be honest, when I saw it, just like you probably were. But um, we do like our, our fast food in Chelmsford, so I'm looking forward to deli- ordering some next week are you get are you a little bit perturbed you and the people of chelmsford a little bit perturbed by the amount of stick everyone's been getting everyone's been a bit jealous of the fact you've got three and some areas don't have any yeah i've been i've been reading it on twitter today some of the replies and uh what we found uh most amusing was uh, most people didn't realize boreham was in chelmsford as well so they thought we only had two but then we could really rub it in and say actually we've got three <laughs> 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 now, George, how far would you drive to deliver um, a Macca's? Because it's a little bit too far away for me uh, and it might be a little bit too far away for a Mac delivery. But my house is only 37 minutes from Chelmsford. I've been researching everything. Uh, would you would you run one over for me? Um, for a decent delivery fee, I might do. Um, yeah. I know uh, Bush is... Uh, Essex as well, um, and also another Evertonian, so he's uh, Come on, you blue my good books. Right. So <laughs> here I am yeah. trying to strike up some kind of delivery uh, <laughs> delivery deal, and he's going straight to your place instead. <laughs> we, we, can, we can do you a good price on a Howard Kendall burger, put it that way. <laughs> and so are you going to try and uh, – here's a little tip for you then, George. What about just to rub it into the rest of the country? Would you consider doing all three restaurants in a weekend, do, do the Holy Trinity and tell us about it? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be up for that and then uh, plaster it all over social media. I know um, a lot of my friends up in the in the north are saying, oh, why is it all just the southern places getting it? And um, I'd definitely like to make the most of it. I do miss that. Well, now, George, yeah. the north are throwing yeah. things at the radio. <laughs> I, uh, I especially miss the hash browns. Oh, he's just taking the mickey now. He's just rubbing it in. Well, listen, on behalf of the people of Chelmsford, good to have you on, George, and come on, you blue boys. Nice to speak to you, man. Thank you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The fact that 15 McDonald's are reopening on the 13th of May, but that uh, three are in Chelmsford, three are in Luton, it's really transfixing us this afternoon and we're finding it very difficult to move on. So many questions. Can you microwave a McDonald's? How far could you deliver a McDonald's? Uh, Dale Jones has answered the question you posed earlier on, Richie, about um, how well do they microwave after a period of time. Listen to this. He says, when I was on the HMS Invincible in the Adriatic in Bosnia in 94-95, 
five. The mail came every two to three days, and a lad called Chris had a McDonald's sent to the ship by his girlfriend. <laughs> we thought he was stupid, but when it came, he put it in the microwave and it smelled lovely. That's wow. great news. Well, do you know what? If you can, if if you could send a McDonald's in the post to Bosnia, then I shouldn't worry so much about a thirty-six minute delivery time from Watford, should I? No, not at all. I mean, that is unbelievable. Dan says, I'm in Chelmsford and I cannot wait to dive into a large five-piece chicken select meal with a sweet chilli dip and a barbecue dip, not forgetting my large banana milkshake and double cheeseburger to finish off. I'm not even sorry. (laughs) Rubbing Uh, it in. the The Chelmsford debacle continues with this text. Afternoon, boys. I used to live in Chelmsford. They actually have four McDonald's, but they've only decided to open three. Quite what the other one did wrong, we don't know. Uh, And then another one here from Jen says with reference to Maccas the two that are reopening in Gillingham are only 1.4 miles away from each other do you know what this has escaped us just because Gillingham's getting two 1.4 miles between the two of them what is going on we still need answers uh, ben in Chelmsford says, look, Chelmsford is the birthplace of radio and the home of the current T20 champions. I think McDonald's top brass have heard about me eating eight plain cheeseburgers in one evening and made a business decision. <laughs> Fair play. Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So we imagine still quite a few of you guys are in the homeschooling day with your kids. Uh, this went down a storm yesterday, so my dad, Nigel, is back today with another maths quiz involving incredibly expensive fruit and veg. Eyes down. So here's quiz two. Our prices have gone up a bit. One apple plus two bananas costs £13. Or two apples plus one banana costs £11. How much do apples cost and how much do bananas cost each? That's it for now. There you go. Nigel the Riddler has spoken. Can you answer that? I've got absolutely no idea. I was confused yesterday as well, to be fair. Pressure's on Richie. You got it right yesterday. 8, 12, 15. What's the answer? Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I feel bad moaning about this next thing because I know everyone's been trying to pull together during the lockdown and entertain themselves and each other and keep up the kind of Dunkirk spirit, keep everyone's peckers up and everything. But I just, do you want to know? Maybe I can't. I, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Maybe this is bad for national morale. Do you know what I mean? No, do it. Do it. What, what, what? <laughs> You've got to say it now. You can't just, you can't stop there. You can't stop All there. Right, I'm going to come out with it. I cannot stand, and I mean cannot stand, the 10 albums thing. You know where on Facebook at the moment, do 10 albums. Yes, and, I've and seen then, it, yeah, right, yeah. If you want to do it, brilliant, right? Good for you and all your albums and stuff. But don't then make someone else do it. It's not the, the ADSL, whatever it's called, Ice Bucket Challenge, where, I mean, I've been nominated by other people now, and this has put my friendship in a bit of a bind because I hate the whole thing, but I have to do it. Otherwise, they've said, Bush, get involved, and I've just ignored them. So the pressure's on me now. I've got to do it. I don't want to do it. I think what you need to do is do it, but uh, do your first album as Aswad's Distant Thunder, uh, and oh. then no one will be particularly interested in what the <laughs> other yes. nine are. Smoke them out with an absolute stinker. That's a fantastic idea. Right, that's what I'm doing. Anyone else, if you've got this problem and you don't want to do the 10 albums thing, which I 100% encourage, use Richie's advice, put out a stinker album. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. My dad has set everyone a maths quiz again today. He's obsessed <laughs> with the price of apples and bananas, my dad. They're a bit more expensive this time. Thank you to all your brilliant suggestions that have come into the show. Very on the case in terms of uh, an insightful mathematical brain, much better than the one I've got. Uh, let's hear the answer from my dad, Nigel. Here we go. Hi, Andy. Here's the answer to quiz number two. Apples cost £3 and bananas cost £5. Bye for now. And congratulations to Jason. He got it right. Tom got it right. Uh, Alan, somewhere in Suffolk, he doesn't even know. And Shirley Sparks, all those people got the right answer. You guys, I salute you on this Tuesday afternoon. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, so a lot of things have changed whilst we've all been kind of trapped in the house. I don't know if you feel the same way. I've had a lot of time to think about stuff. And I've developed what can only be described as like a weird craving, like a, a weird interest in something. <laughs> Are you pregnant? That, uh, well, I just I thought this would be the perfect opportunity for us to announce it, Richie. No, look, right, so... <laughs> Before lockdown, even like in my previous life before being trapped in the house, I've always been a big moaner about nightclubs. Can't stand nightclubs. I hate all the the cues. Uh, you can't hear yourself think, waiting to get your coat, all that, you know, loads of weirdos in there. And like, why would you go and hang out with those people? I'd rather have a pub. Something's happened. And during the lockdown, I've been daydreaming about going to a nightclub. And I've even been dreaming at night about it as well. I don't know why. What, what is it about it? But I've got a real craving to go to a nightclub. We're just like, just get stuck in a crowd to get to the bar or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think that's the absence of um, being around people and you can't get anywhere more being around people than in the middle of a sweaty nightclub? Yeah, I, I would give anything for just one in, one out. One in, one out on a nightclub. I, I'd, I'd give anything for that. So I genuinely, I think you're right. I think it is the fact that you're not, you've not been anywhere near a crowd for, for age, seems like donkey's years. I've developed a strange lockdown craving for nightclubs. And maybe I'll go to one. Maybe I'll go back down to Torquay where I grew up and go to Claire's nightclub uh, <laughs> on, the, on the waterfront there and just see whether I've still got the moves after all these years. Have you, have you got a weird like little craving or desire for something that you previously weren't that bothered about? Yes, I, I, I definitely have. Um, first of all, if you're missing the whole one in, one out thing, my local convenience store is operating that as a policy right now, so you could give that a try. But oh, when I was in there this morning, I picked up some naked bars. Uh, you know, Ooh, I wonder where you're going think- there for a second. I thought it was a magazine-based <laughs> angle. <laughs> no, you know, those, they're like those little healthy snack bars that are just mashed up uh, like dates and nuts. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, they're like flavoured. Um, Normally, you'd find them for sale on a train station platform at one of those little kiosks, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll buy one of these here. And I wouldn't normally touch them with a barge pole, but I am going through naked bars like as if they're going out of fashion whilst I'm in lockdown. So you, you've developed a, a strange lockdown craving for those. Uh, does this mean once this is all settled down and we're back in the studio in central London again, you're out of the Flapjack crew? Because big big part of doing this show is we always go and get a Flapjack beforehand from around the corner from the, the news agents. Does that mean I've got to go and get you a naked bar? I'm not asking for a naked bar. Not in Soho anyway. <laughs> if, you've got a, if you've got a craving for something that you previously weren't bothered about, tell us, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. Thank you to everyone who sent in uh, a suggestion, by the way, for uh, the maths quiz from my dad earlier on. Gaz just quickly tweets to say, I love that your dad has a catchphrase already. Hashtag bye for now. That's his little <laughs> phrase at the end. He might be back tomorrow. More quizzes about apples and uh, bananas. But in the meantime, we've got more pressing concerns. It's this. Have you developed an interest or a passion for something that you've previously not been bothered about at all during the lockdown? I'm afraid uh, David is taking us back to a pre-five o'clock topic. Uh, we're back at McDonald's. He said, fillet of fish. I've not even had one for 10 years. Do you know the thing for me, right, is if I was to go into McDonald's, I would never, ever get a filet of fish in a million years. My other half, Katie, always has the filet of fish, but would you ever go off piste and go for the fish thing in McDonald's? <laughs> no. Many, no. many, many things before I'm eating fish. There you go. So he's obviously a little bit confused, which is fine. Steph says she's developed a, a, a real passion and a love for Bargain Hunt, previously having never really watched it. Animal Crossing has come in from Holly, uh, has texted Ooh. us, eight twelve fifteen. Now, I've seen a lot of people playing this. Is this just a kid's game? Have you seen this? We've got it for our Nintendo. Our eldest daughter plays it. it do you know why? It's done really well because it's just really calming and it's a bit of escapism. It, obviously, you're trapped in the house, but the game itself, you play like as a little animal character, but you can build a little house and do calming things like catching fish or flies and put them in a jam jar, then sell them. It's really nice. <laughs> okay. More simple times, you know what I mean? And, and loads of grown-ups play it as well. Ant in Devon says, Hugs. I've developed a craving for a hug. Never took no, much notice of them before. However, I do not miss handshakes. I'm glad they're binned. Interesting. Eight twelve fifteen for your text. I mentioned that I've suddenly, out of nowhere, started devouring naked bars. Uh, and Sarah mm. has texted to say... You talked about the naked bars. I go through about three boxes a week. Carrot cake and the new fruit cocoa bars are my favourites yet. You're not on your own. Take care and stay safe. It looks like I may be opening a naked bars support group. Do you know what, right? I'm going to get uh, Gillian McKeith on board just to have a little look through what you two are doing, poo-wise, because it has got to affect it. That amount, of, that amount of naked bars. Gillian, if you're there, get in touch. Uh, Joe in Gloucester says strawberry milkshake. Two pints a day of the stuff at the moment, plus at least three bananas a day. I think I'm missing Strongbow Cider. Good point. <laughs> uh, Mark says, I want to buy a holiday home on Skiathos. It's just come at me. I've never been there, and the closest I've been is Rhodes. It's you know, the weird thing is, right? We've been watching a hell of a lot more of those programs where people go and buy holidays or, or like house houses abroad, like holiday homes and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's that subliminally in the background. And here's here's an interesting one. Ant from Devon says, "I think I've developed a craving for those little pencils you get at Screwfix and IKEA. I can't wait for them to reopen because I'm running out of little pencils." Is he suggesting that he eats them? I don't know what he's doing with them. I don't know what he's doing with them. <laughs> Ant, please, what are you doing with them? Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. I made a discovery earlier on today that felt like I was making one of these kind of discoveries of a, a pre-war relic. Uh, I was uh, looking for a pen and suddenly thought to myself, I know where there'll be a pen. There'll be one in my work bag. Now, bear in mind, my work bag is not something that I've had any need for uh, since back end of March when I last went into... <laughs> 
into our studios in Golden Square. Those, those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. There was indeed a pen in there, but in that same front pocket was a half-eaten and opened packet of Lemon Fisherman's Friends. Ooh. And I was like, oh, this is a little treat. It's wonderful. But I hadn't touched them since then. It really did feel like I was discovering something from a completely different era. It is. I, I feel the same way. It's like um, I, I reckon we're not that far off. Like looking at uh, old black and white photos. Maybe photos we'll keep in our wallets of stuff like um, yeah. bus stations and train, train stations, yeah. train tickets. When I found my old Oyster card the other day, I'm, I almost didn't know what it did anymore. Do you know what I mean? But it's, <laughs> it is like something the, a relic from before the war. It really, really is. <laughs> I tell you what. Let's 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 share some of these right now. If you have made recently uh, what we're calling a, a pre-war relic, uh, which is basically from from before we were all locked down suddenly you've something you've discovered it and you're like oh wow i remember these but it's really only two months ago let us know what they were we can all share and revel in these discoveries 8 12 15 for your texts and tweet us at absolute radio absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie Bush and Richie with your stay at home time show. And don't forget, Friday, bank holiday Friday night, we are doing a 80s versus 90s special, three hours of worldies. More news to follow on that. It appears it's not just me who is discovering items from pre-lockdown as if they are post-war relics uh, and marvelling in these new discoveries. I uh, found a, a half-opened bag of Lemon Fisherman's Friends in my work bag earlier on today whilst just looking for a pen. What else have you found from previous times? Guy in South End says, I found a receipt for 70 quid that I put behind the bar two days before lockdown. You're not going to meet any... You're not going to be needing that guy. Oh, isn't that... Again, going to bars and stuff, it's just like something from yesteryear. We'll get there again at some point in the future. Just have hope. Uh, Someone here says, a Frey Bentos pie from the back of the cupboard. I think it's chicken. Do you know what? I reckon even fast forward 200 years, that would still be edible. Those things just carry on. I think that'll be fine. Uh, Tim in Manchester says, I've just discovered a beer mat. I can't remember what we used to use them for. Any ideas? No, I've, I've no idea. I'm not even sure what that is, really. And Laura's been on to say, "Oh, and this is this is bittersweet." I've recently found two winning scratch cards in my drawer. I'm shielding, so I can't even go outside to cash them in. Help! Oh no! Oh no! Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The lights are on. The red carpet is out as we get ready for day two of the nominations for the Hometime Lockdown Awards, a ceremony that has been created uh, by us, Bush and Ritchie, uh, to celebrate excellence in this tough period of us all having to manage at home. So look, uh, each night we're going to be putting a different category up that you could get nominated for. We're going to be hosting a very glitzy and glamorous uh, awards ceremony a week on Friday. Book your ticket there now by getting involved. Richie, please declare tonight's category. It's a real big one. 
It is a big one indeed. It's one that's going to get us hungry because we want to hear about your best lockdown dinner. That's right, your、Ooh. best lockdown dinner. The meal that we're craving for right now. In the last seven weeks, what has been the best lockdown dinner that you have maybe cooked for yourself or your family or that you have had the pleasure of being served up for you and you need someone else to get that credit? That's what we want to hear about this evening. Do you know what? I,、um, we're, we're sensing this ain't going to be fine dining. I think it's all about comfort foods. Like, for example, I had pasty chips and beans the other weekend, and it just seemed right during the lockdown. During the lockdown, it just seemed to make sense. So, anything like that, bag a nomination. It could be one of the three names read out at the end of the show.、Uh, get in touch now. You can text us 8 12 15 or post us a little photo on the Facebook page. Hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Simon Tucson says, What about my homemade Big Mac? Three weeks of lockdown just to get the sauce right, and it looks pretty damn good. <laughs> Have to admire the effort that's going into、yeah. uh, perfecting the sauce. Staying on burgers,、uh, Stephanie sent a picture of her homemade burgers, but what I have to admire is she says even the bun was made from scratch. That's good going.、Uh, Sarah's been on. She, this is top end, this. She's made lobster thermidor and skinny fries. Well, that is boss.、Wow. Phil Richards、uh, with his spicy chorizo rice with peppers and olives. But he's、mm. even added on some rocket garnish. Even if it is just one leaf of rocket, it makes it look posher. Who the hell does he think he is? And Lee <laughs> Martin, is, this is fantastic. Guys, I'm very proud of my homemade sausage, bean, and cheese melts, inspired by the good people of Greg's, of course. Oh, Greg's. Oh, that's another、oh. name. I can't wait. Look, keep these coming, and we're going to see if we can keep going until the end of the show before busting out of this room and getting some food. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. We're channeling the Dunkirk spirit this evening on the show, celebrating some of these brilliant meals that you guys have been knocking up during the lockdown. It's day two, category two of the Hometime Lockdown Awards. Every night over the next two weeks, we're going to be celebrating a different facet of excellence while stuck in the house, leading up to an incredibly, and I mean incredibly glamorous,、uh, awards ceremony. Hosted virtually by myself and Richie on Friday night. Bag yourself a nomination by sending in a photo of something brilliant you've made. Ahead of the shortlist at the end of tonight's show, I don't want to steer the judges at this stage just yet, but Sabrina、uh, has let us know about her slow roast beef brisket fajitas. Cooked、Ooh. for nine hours, the meat was soft as butter and absolutely beautiful. She says a new standard for fajitas from here on out. I guess if you're going to be locked down at home all day, you might. As well, take nine hours to make your fajitas. And just as an aside, there,、um, when Richie said her name, Sabrina, how many other people said the teenage witch but in their head? I did. <laughs> Can't help myself. Hey, Barry Murphy's been on. He says, Last week I knocked up a chicken Kiev and it looks damn good. Hi to Barbara McDonald, who's put forward, she wants to be nominated for her cinnamon swirls that she did for the first time ever.、Oh. And she adds, Not too、oh. bad if I say so myself. Hmm. Uh, Louise says she home cooked a patty and bun burger. She sent a picture of it. It is so tall, it's actually a miracle that it's standing. <laughs>、uh, and then Wendy has got me salivating with her first ever hollandaise sauce. She、Ooh. says it was for a brunch rather than dinner, but I was chuffed. You had me a hollandaise, Wendy. 
You can't be nominated for a side. Come on now. I love Wendy. She sounds like a good good lass, but you can't be nominated for a side. Uh, Robert Walker, though, is sending a photo of his chocolate and orange loaf, which looks like a breeze block you'd find at any building site in the United Kingdom. It swings and roundabouts this. If you've got something you feel could make the final three nominees for the best lockdown dinner, get in touch now. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Coming towards the end of our Tuesday evening romp together, it's another Hometime Show with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. This is not going back to you uh, on Naked Bars again, is it, Richie? <laughs> that was crushed dates. There you go. It wasn't a great first date, that's for sure. Oh, see what I did there. Look, we've just got minutes left before Richie and I have to deliberate and come up with the three finalists, the nominations for uh, day two, category two of our Hometime Lockdown Awards. We're after best lockdown dinner, but we've got to narrow it down to three people and it's really tough isn't it it's going to be very hard particularly with some of the entrants that have come in in the last five minutes paul lee in scunthorpe says two sundays ago i cooked a christmas dinner turkey what? stuffing chipolata sprouts chestnuts the whole shebang oh my word i mean there really are no rules during lockdown colin no. in newcastle says he's going crazy from homeschooling says the best lockdown dinner so far around our house was mince and dumplings with mashed potato mushy peas carrots and yorkshire puddings it's a good one. Uh, yeah. Sarah in York, it was my husband and my sixth wedding anniversary on the 3rd of May, so I decided to cook us a mixed grill. Sirloin oh. steak, chicken breast, sausages, Ooh. belly pork slices, stippy, sticky maple sauce with chips and hash browns and onion rings. Sarah, do, wow. Do you what? I love that. There's, even back in the day when you could go into a pub for a pub lunch, and hopefully we'll be there again soon, there's something kind of chaotic and uh, a bit of anarchy about the, uh, the mixed grill, because it doesn't make any sense. Why would you have all that? stuff on the same plate but you can because you paid for it and Mike in Hull says Bush and Richie one of the meals that's going down really well with my family is macaroni and cheese with smoky bacon mushrooms cauliflower and broccoli there's a lot going on there there is there is I think one Mike, more Mike's concoction. a bit confused one more concoction for you from Shane. My best meal is described as a concoction. Grilled burgers and chips with cheese and then a no. couple of eggs cracked over them and then no. all cooked together. No. That's madness. That is like, you'd be t- tasered by the police if they, someone saw you doing that. Shane, you're not getting nominated, but we'll find out who's in the final three next. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Final song on tonight's Stay at Home Time show. And thank you as ever for your company. But before we go, Richie and I have some very important uh, business to attend to. And that is to announce the nominees for Best Lockdown Dinner in our Home Time Lockdown Awards. Thank you to everyone who sent uh, some amazing photos. And it's been incredibly tough to pick, hasn't it, Richie? To whittle it down to three. It really has. The judges uh, had so many they wanted to commend. It was a very tough panel. They said they had to uh, sit on uh, to find a final three uh, for the shortlist for this category. But they have decided, and it's a congratulations to Simon Toussaint uh, for his homemade Big Mac. Uh, The judges wanted to note the three weeks of lockdown effort uh, that Simon had gone to to get the sauce right. Well done, Simon. You should be proud. Good lad. Uh, 
Paul Lee in Scunthorpe, uh, you have made the final three. Well done. Uh, the judges were very impressed uh, at how you ignored the calendar and the fact that it isn't the 25th of December and went with a full Christmas dinner two Sundays ago with your turkey stuffing, your chipolatas, your sprouts and your chestnuts. And an excellent use in your uh, application text of the phrase, the whole shebang. <laughs> Which I think sums up that meal perfectly. And the final nominee completing the three is Barbara McDonald and her groundbreaking cinnamon swirl that she made for the first time. And it looks pretty damn good. Congratulations to our nominees. You're going to go through to this glamorous awards ceremony a week on Friday, live streamed by Richie and I right here on The Hometime Show. We will announce yet another category for the Hometime Lockdown Awards tomorrow night on the show that we will need you to get involved with as we celebrate excellence. And we'll start this whole shebang again at four. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. And that's the end of another Hometime Show podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm just going on to um, trying to find some kind of pronunciation for the word chorizo. <laughs> uh, I'm here on at my. It's too late now. It's wound like up, a, Claire. Like a granddad trying to work. Have a little out. look. Here we One go. Second, please. Whilst he's having a look for that, by the way, can we just say a huge thank you to uh, everyone who sent in an attempt to be nominated for Best Lockdown Dinner. We've been, we were inundated with brilliant meals and we're both absolutely starving as we speak. Here we go. Here we go. The usual pronunciation of Eng... The usual pronunciation in English is chorizo. Although chorizo, <laughs> chorizo and chorizo as in sorry, are also certified as pronunciations in British dictionaries. I've got a clarification but, for you as well, right? Do one. Yes. <laughs> but in mimicking a European Spanish pronunciation, the Z can also be pronounced as th, as in think, as in chorizo. So there we go. <laughs> Anyone else all. sick of hearing about chorizo? <laughs> <laughs> Here's Huge Davis. Start a pronunciation podcast. Come join no, me. No, no way. You've reached the end of the Home Time podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real life person or we'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>